Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, friends. Pro-life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life, one of the world's largest pro-life organizations. Welcome to Praying for America. We want to pray for you, so leave your intentions in the uh, comments, and we'll all pray for one another. But uh, what's going on with this presidential race? Are we on the track, as it seems to be, for a... uh, rematch between Trump and Biden? Or why is that the case, if that seems to be uh, the way things are going? I want to do a couple of reflections on that. Michelle Obama, should we be concerned about her as a Democrat nominee in this race? Or maybe should we not be as concerned as some people are? We're going to look for a moment at that. Then I want to share with you my remarks from the Road to Majority Conference, the Faith and Freedom Coalition, our friend and and our fellow leader, Ralph Reed. And I spoke there just a few days ago on Saturday in Washington, D.C. I wanted to share those remarks with you as well. So great, great uh, lineup today, uh, things that... uh, We all need to be thinking about and talking about. I want to start, of course, with our scripture. We're going to not just comment on what's going on. We're going to pray over it, as we always do here on this program. The second letter of John in the New Testament uh, brings us uh, this passage, starting in verse 4. I rejoiced greatly to find some of your children walking in the truth, just as we were commanded by the Father. And now I ask you, dear lady, not as though I were writing to you a new commandment, but the one we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. And this is love, that we walk according to His commandments. This is the commandment, just as you have heard from the beginning, so that you should walk in it. For many deceivers have gone out into the world, those who do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. Such a one is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch yourselves so that you may not lose what we have worked for, but may win a full reward. Everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house or give him any greeting, for whoever greets him takes part in his wicked works. Let us pray. Father, we ask you today to preserve us in truth, the truth of Jesus Christ. Preserve us in that gospel, personally and individually, as families, as church communities, and as a nation. Preserve us in the true teaching handed on from Jesus Christ. Lord God, we know that many deceivers have gone into the world. Many deceivers have achieved places of power and influence in our politics. Free your people from deceit. May those in political office see their power as service and their obligation as being to the truth and to the preservation of of what is good for us, not what is good for them. 
Lord, this is the spiritual revolution we need in this country. Send your spirit upon all political leaders, all who hold public office, all who seek public office in these upcoming elections. Power is service. Authority is service of our God-given rights. May we bear witness to this truth as we educate our fellow voters and make our voting decisions. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so Dick Morris uh, had an interesting observation the other day that I I want to uh, reflect on a little bit. He said, you know, there's a strange uh, uh, situation that we're in right now in American politics. The race, the presidential race, he said, has, has been frozen. Now, I was going to say something about this last night, but I, I, I ran, out of, ran out of time. Frozen, what does, he, what does he mean? We seem to be on a track that the Republicans don't want to change for our side, and the Democrats can't change on their side, a track that leads to a rematch of President Trump and Joe Biden. Uh, let's look at the dynamics just briefly. You know as well as I do, the more President Trump is persecuted, and that's what this is, a legally baseless persecution, a weaponization of government, the more people support him. Why? Even if they're not inclined to support Donald J. Trump as their first choice, and I have the highest respect for people's freedom to make their political choices. Everyone is welcome here on, the, on this uh, program, on this network. But even if one is not inclined to support President Trump as their first choice, they love America. And they oppose the weaponization of our criminal justice system, of our constitution, of our agencies of government. And therefore, the more the other side uses the very mechanisms of government to take away the freedom of Donald Trump and to take away our freedom to elect him if we so choose or our freedom to vote against him if we so choose, the more they are going to say, well, rallying around President Trump at this point means rallying around America, rallying around freedom. What am I going to do? Say uh, he's a totally innocent man and, 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 and they're weaponizing government against him in a way that is completely un-American and, and is a distortion of our freedom and a ripping up of our constitution and a weaponization of our government, but I'm going to vote against him. It, it, puts, his, it puts his rivals, first of all, in an impossible situation where they're going to ask for votes from a base which is essentially pro-Trump and certainly pro-America, to oppose a person who is, has become the, the, uh, uh, the symbol, who has, become, who has epitomized the, the, the attack on freedom. You see what's happening here. So his support, of course his support continues to grow. Because here's the other dynamic, and I've mentioned this to you before, but it's important for all of us to be able to repeat and explain it. That you don't do political damage to somebody when you reinforce what people already thought about them, you only do political damage if you can change a person's view about the candidate in question. All these attacks, and there will be more, against President Trump, and the baseless nature of these attacks just confirms everything he's been saying and everything we've been thinking all along. 
that the deep state is against him, that they're, they're punishing their political opponent. Not that he's done something wrong, not that he's put the country in danger, not that he's a criminal, but that he's a victim of the weaponization of government. They just keep proving our point. They just keep proving his point. And because we love freedom, because we love America, we're going to rally around this man. So on the Republican side, as many commentators say, that, that everything's already been, been decided. Now, we got to be careful that we don't fall into a complacency. You work as hard as ever, always, because politi- politics is a, is a very volatile thing. And things can change, obviously, uh, at any time. But we seem to be as certain as we can be on a, on a track of seeing President Trump win this nomination. Now, on the other side of the aisle, they have a different kind of problem. They've got a failed and failing president, failing not only in terms of policies, failing in terms of physical and cognitive health, and we don't wish ill health on anybody, but we see what what our eyes see right in front of us. We hear what our ears hear. God save the queen. And... uh, and we're, and, we're, and we're concerned about it, and, and, and a lot of Democrats are concerned about it. But nobody wants to be the one to say, uh, hey, it's time to uh, dump Biden. They don't want to face the wrath of the, of the party. They want to face the wrath of those who are pulling the strings and controlling the puppet. So they're not sure what to do. They, 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 uh, they don't want to hear from uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., And it's like they're stuck with this failing president who's so disconnected from the American people in terms of his radical policies, but that's where those who are controlling the Democrat Party are. And they can't back away from that either. You're going to back away from that. uh, You're going to lose your your base. You stick with it. You're going to lose most of the American people. They're in a very difficult situation. So they can't drop Biden because they can't. Republicans are not going to abandon Trump because we won't. And therefore, we have this situation that Dick Morris describes as kind of a a, a frozen uh, presidential primary. Now, of course, in the case of Biden, many, myself uh, included, find it really hard to conceive of him even even making it to the next election in terms of physical and mental uh, capacity. But then again, you never want to underestimate the ability of the Democrats to, uh, you know, to just keep puppeteering along. And, 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 and this is what, the, I mean, look how the man campaigned last time. If you can do a campaign from a basement, you can do a campaign from a gurney. So it's like, never underestimate their ability to uh, string this thing along. Uh, indefinitely, because he's not the one pulling the strings anyway. Okay. Let me go to a second point. Um, Michelle Obama, uh, you know, if at some point somebody on the other side, you know, finds the the courage or multiple people find the courage to just stand up and say, look, look, we can't have Biden. That's it. You know, and many of them think that privately, but they're afraid to say or do anything about it. And let's say that things change and Michelle Obama comes along uh, as savior of the Democrat Party and puts her hat in the ring. First of all, I don't think she wants it. I think that decision is going to be more uh, uh, what Barack Obama wants to see happen. And, uh, and maybe he can, uh, 
maybe he can create that scenario. But whatever the case is there, I don't think she's as much of a threat as many people uh, think. Yeah, I think she would get the Democrat nomination, but that doesn't mean so much when you then go ahead and consider that she faces the same dilemma that all the other Democrats face. That is, I, in order to keep your base, you have to take positions that are radically out of step with the rest of the American electorate. I mean, the base has become so extreme that they make it increasingly difficult for themselves to win an election. Now, I'm not just talking about, well, first of all, you've got the problem of the failed policies because unlike the last election, going into 2024, all the garbage that's going on in our nation and the things that we and our fellow citizens are suffering from, the deterioration of law and order, that the, the country, like President Trump said, going to hell in so many different ways, hey, it's all on their shoulders. They created this. They created this mess. They've been the ones with the, the bulk of the political power in Washington. This is at, on Biden's shoulders, this mess that America is in domestically and internationally. So they've got to deal with that. And any other candidate is going to have to deal with that too, even if it's not Biden. It's the Democrats' mess. But think of it this way. She's going to be asked questions. What do you think of critical race theory? Are you in favor of reparations? Do you think all whites are racist and that we're all stuck in this system of white supremacy? Is this your view of America? And again, either she answers one way and keeps hold of her base but loses the rest of the American electorate, or she answers the other way and, and loses her base of support. I don't think it's so easy for her to float to victory in the general election if she were to become, which is anywhere and far from, from uh, 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 certain, if she were to become the nominee. So that's just a, uh, that's just a bit of a reflection on, um, on those dynamics uh, there. So, brothers and sisters, we're in a, in a position here now where I, I want to emphasize something very, very practical. We think about all these things. We rely on each other to have insights into what is going on with this election. But don't miss out day by day on doing the very practical things you can do to not only inform yourself. I mean, you're watching this program, so obviously you're taking steps to inform yourself but then to pass along this information to others because it's all about influencing our fellow voters. The arguments we make in this context of this election are not to be thought of primarily as, oh, well, I'm going to persuade uh, that Democrat candidate to, uh, uh, or office holder to uh, repent and change their mind. It's about persuading our fellow voters by pointing out how unrepentant the Democrat leaders are by pointing out how wicked and corrupt they have become. The other side does not have any legal basis for their persecution of President Trump, and they know it. They're inventing crimes. They're twisting the law like a pretzel to apply to things that it was never meant to apply to. They're weaponizing government. 
Then what they do, the, the government, the deep state, the Democrat Party, all merged right now, selectively leak, because they can do it. They're in power. They want to show that they're in power. Then they selectively leak things that they believe are going to be damaging, not legally, but politically damaging to President Trump. They'll leak a photo of boxes with papers strewn around. Who knows who set that up? They, they'll, they'll show, they'll release tapes like CNN released. Oh, you listen, President Trump is talking about classified information. They don't know what document he was talking about. And, but they'll release these things so then their friends in the media will go running with this stuff and pr- uh, spreading it all around. Not because it gives any, any, any legal weight to their case. See, they want you to feel like there's nothing you can do about this because you think about, oh, a grand jury, who, who, who are we to influence a, a grand jury or what a DA is going to do is not under our control. What happens in a courtroom, you know, it's, we're not influencing that. What a judge is going to do, that's beyond anybody's control. And it's like, you know, they want you to feel that way. But brothers and sisters, the reality is it's not what goes on in the courtroom or the grand jury that ultimately matters. It's the political damage that you're trying to do. It's taking these fake stories and, 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 and broadcasting them out there in such a way that makes uh, American voters uh, uncertain, at best, as to whether they should vote for Donald J. Trump. That's what their goal is. Their legal theories, their, their assertions in the legal arena can go down in flames. They don't care. The damage is done when you get these fake stories out there and voters are iffy about supporting President Trump. They're just doing this to get electoral victories, to get political power. And the good news here is that's something you can counteract because you can communicate with your fellow voters. You might not have a media outlet at your disposal, but you have a a way to communicate with fellow voters. And one of the practical things I want to urge you to do each day, go to DonaldJTrump.com. There's a section there with his news bulletins. There's a section there with the videos that he puts out talking about his policy uh, 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 plans for uh, 2024. Uh, this is great stuff to look at and to share. Short videos, which are, are speaking right to the heart and mind of the American people. Again, DonaldJTrump.com. And then look on social media for the Trump campaign. You got Trump War Room, Team Trump. Look them up on the various social media platforms that you use. And of course, on Truth Social, Donald J. Trump, real Donald Trump. Uh, Look for his account. Make sure you're following him. But share the information. His team is doing tremendous research. And and by the way, for whatever uh, you may think about the weaknesses, and there are many weaknesses, uh, of, uh, of, the, of the party itself. Don't let that make you miss the tremendous research that's being done out of the RNC. You can sign up for their uh, emails as RNC research. Uh, they'll send you emails with well-researched uh, uh, material and links and arguments and talking points to convince your fellow citizens, we've got to be using this stuff, we've got to be using it now. This is not something for, for just for, for later on. We can't wait until, uh, you know, we're weeks away from the election to start getting our hands on this material and articulating it to others. The RNC research, Team Trump, the, the websites, the videos, the social media platforms, they're doing the research. They're digging up, the, the, they're, they're exposing the pattern 
uh, that, that Biden and the Democrats have built up for themselves. Uh, it, let's, let's, let's use the research that they've done, that they're sending out, that they're making available to us. They're putting tools in our toolbox. Please, I'm begging you, get your hands on it every day. Be tuned in on social media, via email, and on these websites. Be tuned in each day. Get your hands on these tools. And, and they'll help you, by the way, even if you have other choices in the, in the primary uh, other than, than President Trump. These tools are exposing the Democrat agenda and the Democrat failures of leadership. Use that in the way that you see fit for your own political preferences, but use it. And that's my exhortation to you today. Okay, final thing. I spoke the other day at the uh, Road to Majority conference. The Faith and Freedom Coalition, led by Ralph Reed, one of the greatest uh, American political uh, analysts and leaders, um, and, and it was a great conference. I mean, Carrie Lake was there, got a chance to, to chat with her. President Trump himself was there and delivered a great speech, which I want to ask you to uh, go back and watch. And uh, PresidentTrumpRallies.com is a, is a website where we have all those speeches stored, PresidentTrumpRallies.com. Create and tremendous speech. It was, a, it was an energizing conference, and I was privileged to have a speaking slot, and I want to share with you the remarks that I made there, because it, 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 it's something, brothers and sisters, that I, I tried to, to summarize, and uh, some of the key moral issues that we're facing in this campaign really are a reflection of the, of the fundamental spiritual battle that we are in here in America it's good versus evil. It's a spiritual battle that manifests itself as a political battle, but it's spiritual at its roots, and you as believers know that. So let me share with you here now my remarks. It was on the day of the, the anniversary of the uh, Dobbs decision, getting rid of Roe v. Wade, one of the big stains on American history. Watch my remarks, and then we'll come back and, uh, and have some time of concluding prayer. Good morning, friends. I want to thank Ralph Reed and his team for having me here once again. I have devoted my whole ministry and life to saving unborn children from abortion. As director of Priests for Life, also known as endabortion.us, we are privileged today to be celebrating one year since that disastrous Roe v. Wade decision was wiped off the judicial landscape of America. You know, you can't have freedom or education or health care or security or anything else if your life is ended before you're born. Every right depends on the right to life itself. Nothing takes more human life in our country or in our world than abortion. And we are faced with a Democrat party that is extreme on every issue, including on this one. They want no limit, no restriction whatsoever. They are unapologetic about the so-called right to kill babies, even of healthy mothers carrying healthy babies in the seventh, eighth, and ninth months of pregnancy. And we are committed to continue to expose that extremism as we go into these elections. Brothers and sisters, let me make a connection for you between what's been going on with abortion and what's going on now with transgender. Maybe we've reached a point today in America where we can't say a man is a man or a woman is a woman. Maybe because for 50 years we've been saying a baby's not a baby. 
What kind of lie did Roe v. Wade tell us when they couldn't even define a human life? Maybe we have a Supreme Court justice who can't define what a woman is because the Supreme Court itself hasn't even been able to define what a human being is. And this must end now. This is no longer simply a battle between policies. There used to be a time when we embraced common values in America and we disagreed on policies about how to implement those values. Now every American has to realize this is a battle between us who hold these values and people who say these values don't even exist. People who say truth doesn't exist and freedom isn't even worth defending. These are tyrants, these are Marxists, and they must be stopped. And that's why the church cannot be neutral. When the church stands up and looks at the Biden administration and sees tyranny and looks at the Democrat party and sees people trying to indoctrinate our children and mutilate our children and destroy our border and crush our religious freedom and deny the right to life, when the church names that evil, when the church names the Democrat party as responsible for that evil, that is not the church being political, that is the church being the church. Now we have to be able to name evil wherever we find it, and we're not saying that we're going to be silent about rhinos in the Republican Party who likewise embrace evil. What I'm saying is this. We don't stand on a Republican platform. We don't stand on the Democrat platform. We stand on the platform of Jesus Christ. But we, if we stand on the platform of Jesus Christ, we need to be able to name and call out by name those that are denying that gospel and those who are attacking that faith. Now, I've been doing that. I've been doing that for years. And as a result, you know, last year I was at this conference and I was dressed a little differently. I was wearing the collar of a Roman Catholic priest and I was called Father. And since then, because I've been so outspoken on these very things, some of the hierarchy of the Catholic Church decided to convince Pope Francis to kick me out of the priesthood. There is a cancel culture in America. There is a weaponization of government in America. And I'm telling you here today, there is a weaponization also of the government of the church, and it must be opposed. If there, if there are people in this government who think that they're going to silence you by threatening you with the loss of their employment, they are wrong. You will not be silenced. If there are people in the church who think they're going to silence me by kicking me out of the priesthood, well, guess what? I have not stopped speaking and will not stop. So thank you. Please connect, please connect with me in my ministry at endabortion.us. God bless you. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed that. Feel free to share that. And uh, let's, uh, let's turn to the Lord now as we pray for America, as we pray for the protection of life, as we pray for the protection of our values, of our freedom. Uh, let's turn to the Lord once again. Father, we have discussed many important things here today. And now we pray over the news Lord God, the, the dynamics of this presidential race, we ask you to 
Bless everyone involved. Send down your spirit where there is repentance and conversion needed. Bring repentance and conversion. Bring, bring enlightenment of the mind and heart. Bring steadiness to the heart because the human heart can lead us astray in so many ways. Bring steadiness on the path of light and virtue and your commandments. Bring conversion, Lord, to those Democrat leaders that are ruining this country. Awaken the voters to vote them out of power. Grant strength and perseverance to those who are love, truly loving America. Bless all the Republican candidates and their team, their staff, their families. Bless President Trump and all that he is doing and saying. Bless all the voters, Lord God, who know full well whom they are going to vote for. Bless all the voters that are undecided. Help them to see that freedom itself is under attack. Freedom itself is on the ballot. Life is on the ballot. Bless the voters. Lord God, we ask you to likewise bless the unborn. Bless those who work for them and fight for them. And Lord God, bring light into darkness where there is so much confusion about the human body. What is a man? What is a woman? What is a baby? The denial of basic truth. Unconfuse the confused. Bring light into the darkness. Stop those who are deliberately distorting the truth. And deliberately, God forgive them, confusing our children, alienating our children from their parents, indoctrinating our children, and yes, mutilating our children. Lord, there are those who are just on a war path against children, both in the womb and outside the womb. Lord, stop their destructive activity and enable us to stop it. We pray urgently today, and we do so in the name of Jesus our Lord. Now let's pray as he taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Well, I'm grateful to all the great commentators that are out there. I'm sure you listen to many of them, and I learn from them each day, as, uh, as I'm sure you do. People like Dick Morris and Dan Bongino, Sebastian Gorka, Mark Levin. Uh, uh, you know, I was talking about the toolboxes earlier. Uh, use their podcasts as your toolbox as well, together with all the great programming on Right Side Broadcasting Network and, above all, what RSBN was founded to do, bringing you the words of President Trump himself. Let's, let's, let's drink of all this wisdom, experience, and insight, and, and let's be vehicles to pass it along to uh, our fellow voters together with uh, our own insights that we gain from study, from thinking, from listening to each other, and from prayer. This is Praying for America. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone. Uh, connect with us. Our ministry is endabortion.us. Good goal for us to have as we pray for America, right? Endabortion.us. And connect with me on social media at FR Frank Pavone. Some of you are watching on those very platforms right now. 
Uh, but if you're not, and if you're not connected with me there, uh, again, another toolbox that, that I seek to provide each day, uh, at FR Frank Pavone on all the social media platforms. Start with Truth Social, and we'll connect with you uh, 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 as we go along in this great journey. God bless. Thanks for joining me, and please spread the word about this program. Talk to you next time. Hi, this is Dr. Teresa Burke, founder of Rachel's Vineyard and pastoral associate of Priests for Life. So many people need healing from the wounds of abortion, but don't know where to turn. They live in pain and shame and despair. You can bring hope to their lives by letting them know that there are people ready to help them find forgiveness and healing. By going to abortionforgiveness.com, you can find the healing ministries closest to where you live simply by entering your zip code. You'll find our Rachel's Vineyard retreats there as well as other good programs. This is a great tool to help with your pro-life groups, schools, and churches. Go to abortionforgiveness.com today and please help us spread the word. Priests for Life, saving lives for over 30 years. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.